when we think about the climate emergency or sometimes people talk about climate crisis, we might be tempted to think, well, this is something that's you know fairly new and maybe something that has uh, a, one particular or a, a you know fixed set of solutions to fixing that that crisis. When in fact, if we look at it really carefully, we can see that the problem is fundamentally relational. It goes back to uh, a variety of of kinds of relational failures, whether they we call them imperialism or other other ways of, of describing them. They're failures in our relationship to each other and our relationship to the more than human world. So I think that's one of the the things that people will find if they uh, participate in this as a different kind of perspective, how it is that we're exploring uh, the, the very relational foundation of these problems in climate change that uh, uh, are so concerning to all of us. It's such a valuable way to practice, I think, and to develop more of the the strength, the courage, the skills to turn toward what we are seeing and experiencing collectively and individually right now. Uh, So being able to really strengthen ways of holding that, to be with the pain that we feel for the world. When we look around and we see the the destruction, when we see the harm, when we see the violence that is all around us and the, the, the grieving that we are all still very much in. And so um, healing together in community feels like a, a really powerful part of that. And also doing that in a way that we're able to, to really sense into and lift up joy and imagining and also to, to be open enough to receive inspiration to come through, um, I think is so critical to this reweaving of our relationship with one another and with a larger world. Compassion begins with our reverberation with the experience of another. And we often think about it as specific to relationship with other humans. But think about the degree if, if, we're, if we're paying attention, if we're letting ourselves be aware of the degree to which we reverberate with those more than human beings. So, for example, I can look at a, a tree on a, a windy cliff at the ocean side, and I can see its branches moving in a particular direction and feel within my own body that same kind of movement. I can watch a plant in the wind and I can feel, you know, the the hairs on my own body uh, take a kind of similar position. We often ignore that. And I think it really is a doorway for us to be able to sense what is it that the rest of this sentient planet uh, is calling upon us to do. Uh, And that becomes, I think, also the gateway to exiting that despair, to finding the the relational joy. I I feel personally inspired uh, by so many who have uh, pointed us in the direction of active hope, of being able to see 
the possibilities, not with a, a grasping onto, you know, only one possible outcome. Uh, that unless it turns out that way, then you know this has been a, a failure. But being able to see multiple possibilities, all of which can uh, potentially be actualized, especially in cooperation and interaction with others. Beautifully said. Thank you so much. And uh, if you haven't yet registered, look for Climate and Compassion on Compassion Center. Dot Arizona.edu. We'll see you on September 27th.